The views, information, or opinions expressed during this podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Dairy Community Access Media or its employees. This podcast is sponsored by Elliott Health System, providing quality, compassionate care to our community for 130 years. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Homeland Harris Salute. This is Alyssa, and today I am joined with Julie Weymouth, the founder, co-founder of the Homeland Heroes Foundation. Hi, Julie. How are you today? Very well, thank you, Alyssa. Thanks for joining us. Um, so the Homeland Heroes Foundation has been around for seven years, mm -hmm. started in Salem, New Hampshire. What prompted you to start this foundation? Well, I had been um, previously in my other life, I was working as a jeweler. And I met a woman who had lost her diamond, and she was the head of the FRG. FRG stands for Family Readiness Group. Every time a unit is deployed, the families, stateside families, will come together as a support system for each other, and they have Christmas parties and different things like that. She was the chair for that, and it was about late October at that time. And I asked her if there would be any need for um, us to help with Christmas gifts for the children of the deployed, you know, the deployed children's uh, families. So she said, oh, my gosh, that would be amazing. So many families are struggling. They're yeah. young families and so forth. So I said, OK, we will think about doing that. And of course, I got very excited about it and ended up asking all my friends and family and adult children and so forth. And we ended up filling a back of a pickup truck with Christmas gifts and coats and winter boots and things of that nature. And we brought the items to their Christmas party uh, down on Camp Edwards Air Force Base. And while giving the gifts out to the, um, the spouses was, you know, exciting and rewarding, it's not what got me. What got me was they had... Um, a Skype with the kids and the you know spouses were talking to the um, deployed overseas, mm. and there was one particular little boy. I happened to walk over right at the right moment, and the little boy was talking to his dad, and you could see the dad. It was a bit blurry, but you could see that he was you yeah. know in his fatigues, and you could see the kind of a tent area, and you know you knew that he was in Iraq. Um, it, it was Iraq or Afghanistan. I'm sorry, I don't remember which one, but in any event. It was a moment for them because yeah. the little boy was kind of crying and saying, Daddy, when are you coming home? And the mom and sister were there right next to the little boy. And the dad was saying things like, you know, buddy, you're the man of the family. Take care of your mom and sister while mm -hmm. I'm away. And of course, the question kept coming back from the little boy. But when are you coming home? Are you OK? You know, the concern was just so evident. Um, it was a moment for me. I knew in that space and time that my life was going to change, but I didn't know how. I didn't know what was going to come next. I just knew that that was, it was kind of an epiphany moment for me. Mm -hmm. And I also realized in that moment, I'd never really thought about this before, but it's not just the service member that's serving. It's the family that's serving as well. Absolutely the wife and the children, you know, they miss their daddy. And is he ever coming home? They don't actually know that. Yeah. And so I approached one of my friends um, and I, she and I had talked about doing something, you know, civic minded uh, for we're both patriotic and we just kind of brainstormed and 
we said, let's just do something. Let's just do something. We don't know what to do, but yeah. let's just do something. So we met with the Portsmouth Naval Shipyard chaplain at that time. And uh, he said, you know, furniture is a big deal. Mm-hmm. A lot of times they come home and they don't have furniture for whatever reason. They're displaced. They're divorced. There's lots of different reasons. PTSD causes mm-hmm. issues and things. So furniture is a big deal. So Kim and I said, okay, let's get some furniture. Let's just jump right in and see what we can do. And we got a Facebook page and we started, <laughs> yeah, it was just just kind of blindly just doing it, yeah. which is typical of me. But um, <laughs> we got a, a space donated to us from Morgan Storage in uh, Salem, New Hampshire, and put a Facebook uh, page up and said, hey, if you're thinking about getting a new sofa and you have an old one that's in good shape, we'll come get it and give it to a veteran. Yep. And um that's how it started. And within a month or so, that storage unit, that 8 by 10 storage unit was filled to the brim with all kinds of things. And we knew that we were onto something. It took about a year, but we got a larger space. Now we have a 5,000 square foot donation center Fantastic. in Hudson, New Hampshire. Yes. That's loaded with furniture, gently used furniture and household items. All the household, household items are new. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a veteran can come to us and literally with nothing and leave with everything. Um, there's sofas and kitchen sets and pots and pans and dishes and silverware and sheets and blankets and literally everything that goes into a home. And they can come in and with dignity, they can take these items and go back to wherever their bare apartment is and Mm -hmm. uh, fill it up with these things. And we also buy new beds. We do food and gas cards, holiday food drives, and lots of one-offs as well. I have many, many stories of the one-offs, which are some, some of them are pretty exciting to us. Um, but just to give you one example, um, back in February, a year ago, when the government shut down, we went up to the Portsmouth Naval Shipyard and filled 75 tanks with gas. Mm-hmm. We also brought diapers and shampoo and soap and things like that. Uh, those young families didn't have the money to get to work, to put gas in their tank to get to yeah. work. So it was a big deal. I've never seen so many sailors crying that day. And it was just a, it was an, a, it was a special day for us. We have lots of those stories. Yeah. So we do a lot. Uh, we've gotten a lot of, you know, sponsorships and donations. Mm-hmm. Um, we get a, Comcast has stepped up and uh, recently we applied for a grant from Comcast and we were, That's um, awesome. Yeah, we were awarded uh, $10,000 to purchase televisions and laptops for veterans. Oh, wow. Um, Mattress Firm gives us mattresses at their cost, so we do quite a bit of work with them. Perfect. Um, Macy's has stepped up and done a a series of things for veterans. Um, So, and, you know, so we just, and we get sometimes anonymous donations, a lot of people, sometimes... Very recently, and this was so adorable, we got a check for $3. And I almost, I should have just, I should have put it in a shadow box and framed it. (laughs) Because I know, I know where it came from. It was an elderly veteran that lives in town. Oh, wow. And $3 to him was probably more than he could even afford. Sure. And it was just so special to us to know that everyone and anyone that can help is willing to do so because it's obvious that we're doing good work. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. 91% of what we raise goes back to the veteran community. That's an so. incredible number. <clears throat> yeah. Um, definitely something that I don't think a lot of um, nonprofits are transparent with. Well, yeah, we, it's important to us. We don't have a yeah. lot of staff and things like that. We have wonderful volunteers. You're one of them. <laughs> I am. Um, and so, yeah, people believe in us and it's just a wonderful feeling. 
What's a story that has stuck out to you um, of a veteran that's come forward and asked for help? Because that takes a lot. I've, I've spoken with many veterans uh, since volunteering with uh, the Homeland Heroes, and they all talk about pride, put the pride away to ask for the help. And the people that are doing well are the ones that have kind of put that pride away. And you mentioned, you know, they can come to the found to the warehouse in leave with their dignity. And I think that's something that really speaks volumes to these people that serve. When we get involved with a veteran, because our organization is basically a kind of a grassroots, local, mm -hmm. regional really, but we have our hands into every single case that we have. And so when a veteran calls me, for example, I'll give you the answer to your question. Recently, we got a call from a veteran. He served for 19 years. His, his career is as a truck driver, and he's recently been getting uh, having seizures and things, so he oh. can no longer operate and drive a truck because it's dangerous for him and others on the road. That's his livelihood. It is, and his wife has a part-time job, um, so she doesn't make a lot of money, and uh, he's in the process of trying to get some VA benefits and so forth, but he got, he called Easter Seals. I think it was Easter Seals. I can't remember if it was Easter Seals or the VA, but they called us for help for this particular, no, excuse me, it was the National Guard, called us and asked for help for this veteran just with food cards and gas cards. Mm -hmm. So as I always do, I contact the veteran and say, you know, what, what's going on and kind of dig in. And within a couple of minutes, I started to get, he started to pour it all out and he told me this whole story and, um, he was behind a, a, a month on his mortgage. Uh -huh. He was three months behind on his electric bill. He was um, out of heating oil. And he spent the majority of the conversation with me in tears crying. And it oh was holding back the tears. And there isn't a veteran I know that wants to cry. No man typically wants to cry. And <laughs> it was just pouring out of him because he was in such a bad place. Yeah. And the seizures were getting more and more um, prominent because of the stress. Yeah. So I said, okay, um, let me see what I can do. And I just started calling my uh, other organizations that we deal with, the American Legion, the AMVETS um, and others. And together we put forth the plan to pay for all of those things. Wow. Um, so I get to be Santa Claus and called him back a couple of days later. And I said, you know what? We're going to pay one, 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 one mortgage, three car payment, uh, three electric bills, the car payment. We're going to buy you a pellet of a ton of pellets. And we're going to put a credit on your, uh, with your fuel company for a, a tank of heating oil. That's fantastic. That's, I think probably <clears throat> the, I, I think one of the <clears throat> most impressive aspects of, the Homeland Harris Foundation is the network and community that has really rallied around. Absolutely. It's not, you know, we, we have the material aspects that we're able to give these veterans. We're able to give them gas cards, um, food cards. We're able to help, but really it's the, the community that you've surrounded yourself with in the network you've created in order to help these people these men and women who have served our country. Absolutely. We can't do this alone. And I no. say that all the time. We rely on our community leaders, other civic organizations, yeah. businesses, s private citizens, all of us together have to do this. I mean, I personally feel, and I think most people feel indebted 
to these men and women who, whether they served in combat or not, mm-hmm. they signed the dotted, they signed on the dotted line, a blank check yep. up into giving their life if need be. And for me, that, that means a lot. You know, you and I can go yeah. to bed tonight. My kids and grandkids can go to bed tonight and not worry about bombs going off around them. Yep. About a dictatorship and about, you know, the things that other countries have to deal with. We're we're safe because of these men and women. And I, there's nothing there's nothing that I can't do for them or won't do for them. Mm-hmm. We will go to the end of the earth to help them if we can. And we do. We put put our money where our mouth is every yeah. day. And it was funny because when I called Jeff to tell him about what we were able to do for him, of course, he held back. You know, he went silent for a few minutes because he was fighting back the tears. And he came back and he said, you know, I've only known you for like two days. He said, <laughs> do you think it's too early to say I love you? <laughs> Is it too early in our relationship to tell you I love you? I said, absolutely not. I love you too. And it was just a... I've been using that line everywhere because it was so funny. I think that's having been involved in the Homeland Heroes for the past three or four years now and having talked to veterans, especially with now diving into the podcast and interviewing people that have been helped by um, by the organization, they that sentiment for you specifically is something that is widely felt. Um, they have so much appreciation for you and you've shaped the foundation into what it is today and what it can grow to be. And, um, I'm getting like emotional now because I know you and I love you. Um, and I just think your light shines so bright and it's shown through this organization. I love what I do. You know, this is a blessing for my life. Um, I encourage anybody that's Hot strings have been pulled. If you know, if you want to do something, if you're feeling passionate about something, just step out and be fearless and mm-hmm. put one foot in front of the other and just go for it. Because when you're doing the right thing, the universe takes care of you. Yes. I don't have to claw. It's almost as though I can't make a wrong turn. Mm-hmm. And I don't say that to be, to take self um, pride or yeah. it's just like this major event that's happening all around us that's just orchestrating all of this and all the right people coming into our lives at the right moment to do this great work. Yeah. I happen to be the person who's, you know, kind of leading the charge, but I couldn't do it without all of the other people who've come forward. You, Mm -hmm. your parents, all the people that have said, you know, we love what you're doing and we want to be part of that. We want our lives to feel, our lives to, to gain that kind of you know, joy as well. And that's, this has come so full circle because when somebody writes a check, it's not just writing a check. It's just, sometimes people will see the couch on the back of a pickup truck that, because we take pictures of everything that we give away if the veteran allows it and we put it on Facebook. And sometimes Mm -hmm. people will see, Hey, that's my couch. What a great feeling that is for someone, you know? So it's, this is, it's just um, all around. It's just an amazing organization. And now Dairy TV coming up and, and, and offering to do these podcasts. It's just another example of the community coming together Absolutely. And, and believing in, in, in do, what we're doing and yeah. believing in not only what we're doing, but in believing in and loving our veterans. Mm-hmm. Cause that's really what it's all about. And helping the, helping them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so there are several different things that we are doing in order to, to promote the, or the foundation. Um, 
Several of them are the events that we hold yearly. The uh, we do toy drives, food drives around the holidays. Um, the newest one and one I'm very excited about is the podcast that we're going to be uh, launching this summer. Um, yeah, I'm the host. Uh, my name is Alyssa Clark Cartwright. I grew up in New England, um, and I've always really had a passion for helping service members. Um, I think they're, you know, less than 1% of the United States population serves it for our country. And that's, um, a population that I've seen throughout the years be mistreated in a lot of different ways. And, um, we, we can do a lot better. And I think that's one of the best things about the Holman Heroes is the community that's that's here that has come together to help the local veterans. In the podcast, we'll be speaking with veterans that have been helped by the Homeland Heroes Foundation um, in order to learn their story and to get, you know, what propelled them to serve, why they're doing what they're doing, um, what they did serving our country, because I feel like that's a story that's not widely known. And it's a story that needs to be known because if there's mistreatment or something bad going on, the public has the right to know that. Or if there's something really good, you know, we should celebrate those stories, both good and bad. We want to bring a greater awareness to the triumphs and struggles that these servicemen and women have faced and continue to face. And we want them to be able to talk and have an outlet and show others that are struggling, whether they're a service member or not, I think that's important too, that there's a light at the end of the tunnel and there are people that are willing to help you. Um, so yeah, we're the podcast that's going to be coming this summer. Um, I'll be joined by veterans, uh, families of veterans, <clears throat> and as well as, um, We'll be interviewing a lot of different people that are kind of in that veteran sphere that are helping veterans as well. So we're really excited to be launching that. Um, yeah. What's the name of it, Alyssa? The Homeland Hero Salute. Um, so it's kind of our little, you know, salute to the service members that um, have come before us and who we want to help and share their stories. Mm -hmm. And that's... Yeah. Yeah, we're very excited about that. I think that a lot of veterans will be here their their stories and other stories mm -hmm. and it it's always there's so much um stigma with so many things with veterans. Um they're so proud and they don't want to go to the VA because they don't want to do this or that and when they hear somebody else's story and they hear it in its completion, this is what happened to them. This is what they did to get help. We're hoping that when they hear that, they'll say, you know, maybe they'll rethink going for help. Sure. There truly is a lot of stigma around getting help for veterans. They don't often want to. Um, sometimes it takes extreme situations before yeah. they'll go seek it out. So that's the goal of the podcast is just to enlighten the public about this, the, the, the plight of, of, uh, of service members and to help other service members who are listening or family members of service members who are going through things because yeah. they think that they don't want to share their stories about what their husband's doing in the middle of the night and the, and the, some of the psychoses that <clears throat> evolve yeah. from uh, serving in combat. In mental health as well. That's a huge aspect. Mm -hmm. I think that's going to be, uh, become prevalent on the podcast is, um, just kind of across the board, mental health needs to be relooked, reworked, and mm -hmm. 
you know, these service members, this 1% of our population, you know, there's people that say, so 1% of our population serves and there's the st statistic of 22 service members have committed suicide a day. Um, and that's just, you know, what's reported. So there could be more, um, and having that such small percent be such a large percent of people that are struggling. Right. We have to do something about that. Absolutely. And we can only try with our, in our little corner of the world. And that's what this is all about. So. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Julie, for taking the time today to come on and um, talk with me. We're very excited to get the podcast up and running. If, uh, keep an eye out um, where you listen to podcasts. We'll be coming there soon. Um, and make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. To learn more about the Homeland Harris Foundation, to donate, to attend an event, um, just to like our Facebook page, you can visit the homelandharrisfoundation.org. Um, Facebook, we have the Homeland Heroes Foundation. And yeah, thanks for joining us today. This podcast is sponsored by Elliott Health System, providing quality, compassionate care to our community for 130 years. Hey, this is Alyssa, host of the Homeland Harris Salute. Join me every Tuesday starting July 7th as I speak with veterans, families, and those whose lives are dedicated to helping service members. Each story we bring you will dive into the good, bad, and sometimes ugly truths that these brave men and women went through. In order to bring greater awareness to the triumphs and struggles they've faced and continue to face, they must talk and we must listen. Just because they're home doesn't mean it's over. The impact of their stories is their most important mission. Learn more about the Homeland Heroes Foundation at homelandheroesfoundation.org. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode.